With your connection to agriculture, I'm Joanna Guza. Dr. Gail Carpenter, a professor at Iowa State University, shares some of the challenges that come with forages when feeding cows. So there's going to be some challenges when it comes to feeding forages. We get a lot of variation in digestibility. And that's going to be based on a variety of plant factors, such as maturity or the plant's genetics. Generally speaking, we want a lot of the biomass and using alternative forages in forage inventory strategies. Unfortunately, if we're looking at our inventory first and increasing biomass, that means we might not have as much of that available carbon. So another way to think about that is as you increase the quantity of a forage, a lot of times that's going to decrease the quality of that forage. Um, So as the plant matures and ages, we're going to get more of that biomass, but maybe not get quite as much of that available energy. Forages are also susceptible to things like molds and toxins. Uh, Anybody who has had to put up corn silage or anybody who's had to decide if you were going to leave that hay out in the field for an extra day and it might rain, uh, had to make some of those decisions as aware um, that, that forages are susceptible to things like molds and toxins. And although the rumen is able to detoxify some of those, that can still have some some challenges for things like palatability and toxins for the cow as well. Some forages just aren't very palatable, and especially our lower quality or higher fiber forages, they may not be quite as palatable. And so we have to be strategic in how we feed those to make sure that the cow eats uh, a balanced diet and eats what we feed her. When I talk to my students, a lot of times I, when I'm introducing some of these concepts, I'll say TMR is like a salad. Uh, and if I'm eating a salad, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I don't like lettuce to me, red, lettuce, the only job of lettuce in my diet is to be a vehicle for ranch dressing. I'm a true Midwesterner that way. Uh, and if it's up to the cow, if it's up to me eating a salad, I'm going to eat the cheese. I'm going to eat the croutons. I'm going to eat, uh, the ranch or the hard boiled eggs or whatever the good stuff that's in there. And I might not want to eat the salad, uh, or the lettuce in that salad. And for a cow, she's going to pick out the good spots as well. She's going to pick out her, her grains, her corns, her higher starch, um, more palatable portions and might not eat, um, might not eat the lettuce in her TMR, so to speak. So that can be a challenge as well. This is going to be inherent in all forages and the variation that we see, um, in, in, uh, in alternative forages, isn't necessarily inherent to them being alternatives. We see this variation. We see these challenges. Uh, regardless of the forage source that we're using. So this can happen in some of our traditional forages as well. We are just a little bit more used to dealing with it maybe in the alternative forage space. So so just because you're using an alternative, just because you're not using alternative forages doesn't mean that you're not dealing with some of these issues like variation. That was insight from Dr. Gail Carpenter. She's a professor at Iowa State University. You can listen to her full presentation at pdpw.org on the Dairy Signal. And that's your Connection to Agriculture. Thanks for listening. I'm Joanna Guza.